Welcome to the latest episode of Women's Hockey Digest. I'm your host, Stephen Edwards, and tonight I'm delighted to be joined by Colleen Murphy from the Buffalo Buttes and Hayley Skarupa from the Boston Pride. First up is Colleen Murphy. Delighted to welcome to the podcast Colleen Murphy from the Buffalo Buttes. Colleen, thanks so much for joining me. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, thanks for having me, Steve. Hey, it's another big week of NWHL hockey coming up, and it's a pleasure to have you on the show. But before we get into that, we'll go right back to the beginning and find out how you first got into hockey and who were some of the players you idolized growing up. Yeah, so um, I'm from North Carolina, and uh, I know everyone's probably thinking, you know, what a hockey, hockey hotbed it is down here. But um, I actually started when I was about eight years old. I got into uh, roller hockey down here. Um, kind of through just random. My neighbor knew of it, and I just kind of got into it through there. Switched over to ice when I was about 10 and um, went up, you know, through the Carolina hockey system. And um, one of my biggest idols growing up was uh, Nick Lindstrom from the Red Wings. I was a huge Red Wings fan back then. Couldn't tell you why, but he was amazing to me. You say you were a Red Wings fan back then. Are you still a Red Wings fan now, or has that kind of gone by the wayside? No, I think, you know, for the most part, um, I'm a Hurricanes fan and Penguins fan, but um, Nick Lindstrom was my idol. I would write papers on him in elementary school, and my teachers probably gave me A's because they had no idea who he was or what I was talking about. So, um, no, i just say him as a player was uh, more so anything than that. You played your college hockey at Northeastern. Uh, was that like your first choice of the place to go to? And what do you most remember about your time there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I looked at a few different places, but uh, when I visited Northeastern my uh, junior year in high school, I was uh, I fell in love with the campus. I had never uh, I'd been to a big city or um, you know coming from a small town, but uh, it's something that I wanted to try. The rink was beautiful, and it just um, kind of felt right for me, so everything fell into place. And, um, you know, my probably my biggest memory being at Northeastern is winning uh, two Beanpot championships in a row. Um, so that was pretty exciting. No, it sounds like a, a fun time there, and obviously coming from Carolina to then going to there, and obviously now getting on to your NWHL career. But I just want to touch on something there you know, about the Carolina experience, because at the moment, obviously, they're having a hard time trying to get people to come out and watch their NHL franchise. What's the level of interest, though, in terms of women's hockey at all levels within Carolina? Yeah, you know what? It's actually surprisingly high. Um, we have quite a few players in the NWHL that are from Carolina um, right now. And, you know, being a player this year in the league, I've really tried to get the girls involved down here, the women involved down here. And they've been, you know, one of my biggest support systems, um, just all the girls hockey down in the Carolinas and just kind of, you know, show these girls like, hey, even if you're from the South and you're from, you know, like a state where hockey isn't huge, you can still, you know, chase your dreams and uh, kind of be where you want to be if you work hard. So that's what I try to do down here. After Northeastern, you didn't go straight to the NWHL. What was your reasoning behind that, and how did the opportunity come about to play for the Buttes this season? Yeah, so after I graduated in 2015, um, I wanted to take a break from competitive hockey. Um, I wanted to move away from Boston and come back home to uh, North Carolina, and I wanted to start my career uh, professionally-wise in the job market. 
And so, you know, for me, the biggest thing was I just wanted to play hockey for fun. Um, I didn't want to live up in the Northeast, and that's obviously obviously where all the teams were. But um, I was, you know, just kind of done with the competitive hockey. And then, um, you know, two years kind of went by. I got the itch back. Um, I missed playing at the level um, that the NWHL was at. I missed the grinding, the battles, all of that that I wasn't able to get for the past two years. So um, when the opportunity um, kind of came, came about this summer, I got in contact with uh, Coach Craig and Coach Rick um, from the Buttes. And, you know, I knew that they had some open spots because of the Olympic girls had left. So I just kind of went on, on a limb and contacted them, kind of told them about my situation, told them, like, hey, you know, I'm living in North Carolina, but I'm willing to be able to commute to Buffalo, you know, to Boston, New York, Connecticut, wherever you need me to be, you know, but because of my job, you know, I have a stable job down here. And, um, if it works for you, if you want to give me a chance, you know, I'm completely ready to make the jump and get back, uh, to the level hockey. I I really want to be playing at. And, uh, you know, luckily for me, they took a shot and, uh, here I am. How difficult do you find it doing that commute? Because, I mean, it is a fair way. Yeah, so uh, I've been doing it for about a month now. Um, so every weekend I'll either go up to Buffalo or Boston or, you know, wherever the games are. Um, I'll fly up, so it's about an 11-hour drive, which is a, a bit much. But, um, you know, maybe I'll fly up, fly up on a Friday if we have a Friday practice and then stay till Sunday and fly back home and then do it all over again uh, the week after. So... I'm not sick of it yet, but I feel like, you know, once the, once the winter starts rolling around, it's going to get tougher. But, you know, for me, it's it's just for the love of the game, and I love to play, so it's 100% worth it. Absolutely. And what's it like to play under a guy like Craig Meany? I've spoken to Craig many, many times about his times with the Edmonton Oilers. I mean, has he imparted any of his knowledge onto you? Yeah, absolutely. Coach Craig has been uh, just amazing from, you know, the short time that I've been able to work with him, I'm, him and I'm looking forward to working with him uh, as the season goes on. But just the pointers that he gives uh, the defense, you know, his knowledge from playing, um, his practices, they're all, you know, very knowledgeable. And, I, you know, I didn't think that I'd come in and, you know, really learn more, but I've been learning, you know, every single day that I've been able to talk with him. Um, so that's just a huge plus in my book. And um, I think he's, he's he's great. And I'm looking forward uh, to the rest of the season with him. No, absolutely. As I say, I think Craig's a great guy. As I've spoken to him many times over the last few years for, for one reason or another. So it's great to have somebody like him within the organization. And touching on somebody else that's, mm-hmm. that's part of the Buttes at the moment is that you've been reunited with your Northeastern teammate, Haley Skamira. What's that been like? Yeah, it's been uh, great, you know, uh, Haley and I played with each other for two years at Northeastern, and um, you know, just having her as a teammate uh, with Buffalo, it's it's eased me into it. Just because I know her playing style, I know where she's gonna be. Uh, we do have a lot of new players uh, this year, so we're still trying to get that chemistry rolling a little bit. But you know, I know where she's gonna be on the power play. I know if she's gonna take the shot or if she's gonna look to pass. So it's something that's a comfort level for me. Um, that I can, you know, kind of mesh my game with and, uh, you know, just just be a better player and uh, 
pretty much, you know, work with her and eventually start, you know, learning more of the other girls' tendencies. Do you feel any pressure this season? Because obviously the Buttes are coming off of winning the cup last year and, you know, kind of like want to try and retain that cup. Do you feel any pressure on yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot of pressure on all of us uh, rookies here um, just because, you know, the Buttes are the defending champs. Um, there's a good core group from last year that I know they're hungry for another one and we all want to prove ourselves. And, uh, you know, for me personally, I'm hungry. Like, I, you know, I want to be a champion yeah. too. And, you know, I want to lift the cup and I want to have a banner raising ceremony and be a part of and share that experience with them. So there's definitely a, a good bit of pressure, but I think, you know, we'll, we're going to handle it very well. So the Buse have started the season one and one, and this past weekend's game was a very, very chippy affair. What were your thoughts on that game? Because it, it, it was stop-start. It wasn't the best game at all. Yeah, that game, um, it was definitely pretty tough to get into the flow of things, um, just because of all the penalties, the stoppage and starting. Um, you know, unfortunately, it, it didn't go the way that we hoped it, it would. Um, we definitely had a lot of setbacks, but, you know, in the end, you can't really blame blame anyone else but ourselves and how, you know, we put ourselves out on the ice and how we perform. Um, so there's there's definitely some positives uh, we took from that game, and, you know, we'll, we'll try to move past the negatives. And, you know, in the end, that game's done and over with, so we just, you know, really got to look forward to this weekend against Boston. Is that the thing for yourself is kind of like, you know, put it in the rearview mirror and now literally like we need to concentrate on this game coming up and, you know, last week was last week, this week is this week. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's tough because a lot of things didn't go our way, but you can't dwell on those things. Um, You you know, you you can look back on the video and you can, you know, remember the things that, okay, you know, I should have made this play instead of that play or maybe there's a better option here and there, but... Um, dwelling in any kind of, you know, so, things that we can't control isn't going to do any do us any good. And, uh, you know, for me, I definitely took some things from last game, and I know that what I have to be better um, for this upcoming weekend. And in the end, we have to be better than we were last weekend because uh, this team is going to be even faster and stronger. How do you think you've settled in so far with it being your, obviously your rookie season with the Buttes? I think um, I've done pretty well. There's definitely room for improvement. Um, the biggest challenge for me is getting used to the speed and the physicality of the game again. You know, just being, you know, out of the game for two years. Um, I knew that coming in, that is going to take a little bit of an adjustment for me. Um, so, you know, I take it one game at a time, and all I try to do is be better than I was the next game and, you know, play to the potential that I know I can be. Um, just from two years ago, you know, and being at the top of my game. Um, I knew it wasn't going to happen, you know, right away, but as long as I'm getting better every single game um, and then making those adjustments and playing playing to that uh, same speed and level as everyone else, you know, I, I, I'll th- I think I'll be all right. Absolutely. And coming up to this weekend, you've got the game against the Pride who have lost both of their first two games. What are your thoughts going into that game this weekend? Yeah, um... We know the pride, they're going to come out hungry. Um, you know, losing two games, nobody wants to be in that position uh, right off the bat. So I think we're definitely going to get their best game of the season so far. 
and we have to have our best game of the season. Um, so it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a fight. And I think there's going to be some um, pretty good hockey. Um, not Hopefully we won't see as much as the fighting and the penalties as we did last weekend, but more so a skilled game um, because both teams have very skilled players. And uh, it's going to be a nice flow. But uh, for the most part, it's going to be a battle. And, you know, as long as we play our game and, you know, work as a team and get that chemistry down, you know, I think um, we'll come out on top. But, you know, it's just a matter of performing. This is it. It's, it's going to be another great weekend of NWHL action. I would like to thank you for joining me today, Colleen. I'd like to wish you and the team the very best. Well, thank you so much for having me, Steve. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll talk again soon. And I'm looking forward to the weekend. Great stuff and clean. Now time for Hayley Skarupa. Delighted to welcome to the podcast Hayley Skarupa from the Boston Pride. Hayley, thanks so much for joining me. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's always a pleasure to be able to talk to the players of the NWHL in the midst of a, another week of action. But before we get on to that, let's talk about where it started for you. When did you first start playing hockey? Um, I started playing hockey when I was probably about five years old I started playing roller hockey since I'm from Maryland so there aren't that many ice drinks around um my brother played so I followed and then I started on the ice when I was probably like six years old playing boys and then from there the rest is history <laughs> this is it you've you've made a few steps in then to obviously get into the NWHL and uh, play for Team USA and we'll we'll get on to that in a bit but who were some of the players that you idolized growing up I'd say the big player who I idolized was and probably still is um, Alex Ovechkin only because he was drafted to the Caps um, like right around the same time I started really taking interest into the sport. So I kind of grew up following his career and I think he is just a really fun player to watch. Just so different than um, a lot of other players. So I wouldn't say I try to like emulate my game after him, but it's always been fun following uh, his career so far. I mean, much like yourself, he is a prolific goal scorer for the Capitals ever since he's entered the NHL. And talking about your prolific goal scoring, before you went to the NHL, you attended Boston College where you scored umpteen number of goals. What were some of your highlights whilst you were there? Um, I would say... Well, I had a great time at BC. It was an awesome time playing there all four years. Great coaches, awesome teammates. Um, I got to play with um, on the same line as Alex Carpenter for a few years, and that was um, truly something special. She taught me a lot um, about the sport and wouldn't have had as successful as a career without um, playing with her. And I'd say, like, Playing in the bean pot is always something special. It's, uh, you know, just the Boston schools playing each other. So the huge rivalries um, and just such a tradition. So winning that was really something special. And just making it to um, playing in the Frozen Four was always a huge accomplishment for us um, because, you know, not everyone gets to that point in their season. So I would say those are a couple of highlights. No, definitely. And I, I touched on it a few moments ago about the fact that you represented Team USA on a number of occasions. What are some of your favorite memories from your time representing your country at the World Championships? Um, probably when we 
um, the World Championships that we won, probably my favorite memories, only because, um, you know, it's obviously such an honor to represent your country and to, you know, bring back the gold medal was um, such an achievement for us and just shows like how all of our hard work had paid off and it was cool, you know, in front of our friends and family this past um I think it was March or April when we did it in the U.S. I thought that was awesome because it had been so long since we had played a world championships in the U.S. And um, I thought that was that was a special memory for me. Is it so much more special winning the gold on your home turf than maybe, say, winning it in another country? Yes. I Well, you know, it's, it's cool to travel, but there are just so many, so many friends and family there that, um, to show them, you know, it, on our home soil was, I thought that was, yeah, pretty incredible. In terms of representing Team USA, how disappointing was it for you to not be picked for the Olympics in South Korea next year? Uh, yeah, it was pretty disappointing. Um, obviously, you know, you can't dwell on it for too long, but, yeah. um, and I like wish them the very best, hope they do well. But yeah, it it was pretty disappointing. Is it something you've always wanted to do, represent your country at the Olympics? Bearing in mind you've gone down the World Championship route a few times. Uh, yeah, you know, that's kind of everyone's goal growing up. Um, that's kind of what you strive for, especially because when we were younger, there wasn't, you know, like uh, an NHL. Now we have the NWHL, which is pretty special. But um, yeah, I would say that was always kind of a goal, so... But what can you do? Do you see perhaps you, you know, having a potential Olympics, obviously in four years' time? You know, you'll, you know, you'll be a few years older, but is it still very much that's still one of your goals to achieve in your career? Uh, I'm not sure. I guess I'm just taking, you know, one season at a time. Um, you know, see how things go uh, and whatnot. I, I wouldn't rule it out, but I guess I'm just taking it like one step at a time and obviously as now with the nwhl started you started your career actually with the connecticut whale how excited were you to start playing professionally in this league uh yeah i was pretty excited it it was uh i think the second year last year so it was still it is still like pretty new so it was a really exciting opportunity and um it was a lot of fun i was really excited that after i graduated college that there was an opportunity to continue playing at such a competitive high level of hockey. And I think it's cool, like how far it's come and the the potential of where it can go. I know for some of the players I've spoken to, they've kind of taken a little bit of a gap between finishing college hockey and then going and playing in the NWHL. Was it a very easy decision for you to kind of transition into the NWHL? Uh, yeah, I knew that I, um, I wanted to keep training and playing hockey right out of school and the, you know, quicker I could, you know, get right back on track, probably the better. So, um, I was excited to just jump right, right into it. And a couple of my teammates from Boston college also played on the whale with me. So that made it a lot more fun. And we all just kind of continued on our careers from college to uh, the NWHL, which was cool. Yeah, I'm sure it must be easier having some familiar faces on the same team. Yeah, for sure. 
So you started off with Connecticut, but now you're playing for Boston. How did that come about? Um, well, I've lived in Boston. Ever since I graduated from BC, I, I have been living in Boston. So I we commuted from Boston to Connecticut back and forth last year, which was just it was just a lot of traveling and driving and um, especially just like with our um, the BC, like our core group who played for the whale, like our current work situation, we figured it was probably best if we just stayed in Boston, but we, we did really enjoy playing for Connecticut and um, so far enjoying our time in Boston too. How do you normally prepare yourself for, for game day? Um, I guess it kind of all depends. I, I like to, you know, go for a walk and just, I don't really have like a routine, like, or any superstitions. I guess my superstition is to not be superstitious. So I don't really, (laughs) it all, it depends on the day or I probably should have a better uh, routine or plan, but I kind of just go with the flow and hey whatever works for you i mean it's been fairly successful so far so i mean it, it it's interesting to me to talk to different players and and how they get themselves into that mindset on game day so to ha- kind of like you know almost like take it as it comes is, is a, an interesting way so as long as you know for yourself it works that's great yeah like i because if i have a routine and then it gets messed up then i don't want to like you know freak out and feel like i'm not prepared so if i'm just kind of ready for whatever and that's just that's kind of how I've always been moving on to this season it's been a very difficult start for for Boston so far losing your first two games what isn't going well for the team right now um I think it's just because it's a lot of new like players like a lot of us haven't really played together um besides you know the BC group I guess and so it's just kind of like re like identifying ourselves like it's obviously a much different Boston team than it was in last year and past years so I think it's just kind of getting over that hump and um, building that type of team chemistry I think will be something that we should work um, work on for like you know this upcoming these upcoming weeks. I think this is it isn't it? I think you're right what you say there is a lot of new faces and it's going to take time for yourselves to gel and find your feet. And I think that the time will come and I think, you know, the Boston will eventually get going. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we'll definitely figure it out. It's just, and it's better that it's happening now and not down the road. I think, uh, I think we'll definitely be fine. We just need to, you know, work on a few things and kind of like really get to know each other. So it's, it's exciting that we have, you know, so much room to improve. And of course, this weekend you're playing Buffalo, um, a team that's that's won one game, lost one game, and been the finalists, much like yourselves, over the last couple of years uh, for the cup. What have the team been focusing on going into this game, and what must you improve on? Um, I think it's just finishing our chances. I think we do a really good job of generating scoring chances, but I think we need to uh, finish them, and I think that's been kind of the struggle so far um, more than anything else. So I think it's just, you know, getting a lot of shots on goal, but also bearing down and, and shooting score, not just shooting to get a shot on that. 
No, absolutely. And of course, that game will be this weekend as part of another action-packed weekend in the NWHL. But for now, I'd like to thank you for joining me, Haley, and I'd like to wish you and the team all the very best for this season. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Great stuff from Haley, and that just about wraps up tonight's episode. I'd like to thank Colleen Murphy and Haley Skyrupa for joining me on Women's Hockey Digest. You can find all the relevant social media links in the notes for the episode, including their Twitter handles. Every week, I'll be joined by players from the NWHL to discuss all things NWHL from a player's perspective. But for now, I've been your host, Stephen Edwards. You can find me on Twitter at TalkSportStephen. You can find the podcast at WH Digest. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or your podcast app. All the details will be in the episode notes. But until next time, it's a good night from me.